We are so excited today to kick off a new series that we have never done. I can't believe it. It's a long time coming on the podcast, the Revert series. Now, here is the thing. Sometimes reverts are people who were not quote unquote born Muslim, even though we were all kind of born Muslim, low key, right? Um, And then they were just raised as something else, Christian, Catholic, Hindu, whatever it is. And then they become a revert to Islam by making their shahada, right? But sometimes also there are Muslims out there who have been struggling to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even though they were born Muslim. And then they have these almost revelations where they come to Allah later on in their life and they want to be stronger Muslims. Guess who this series is for? It is for both. It is for both. Whether you are kind of coming into the deen um, from another religion or you're a person who has refound your religion later on in life. And by the way, by revert, you could be within the last year. It could be within five years, 10 years. We're all at different parts of our journey. The point of the word revert is that you are coming back. So for those people who feel like they are coming back, this series is for you. This is part one of the series. Can't wait to dive into it. We have so much for you. Over the, I think it's a three-part series, we have the basic things you need to know as your foundation, all about advice on how to better learn prayers and Quran and Arabic, and those are things people typically struggle with. And then we go into dealing with family and friends. And then, yeah, I think we even have a part four, which will be all about being married to a guy from another culture as a revert and all that entails. So let's get started. Let's do the revert series. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast, where we are starting and kicking off our revert series. As I said in the intro, this is really exciting to us because we have never done this before, even though we support tons of reverts. Now in Ramadan, we always have a Ramadan program. Look forward to it this year. Last year, we did it even bigger and better. We invited more speakers on and we had more events. And I think we had like 20, 20 plus events out of 30 days, like live ones where you can come on and meet sisters and do Quran and do stuff about relationships and sirah and tips and inspiration and all that great stuff. So we've worked with a lot of reverts through Ramadan. We also have a Thrive Muslima um, community, a global community where a lot of our sisters are reverts, reverts from all over the world, from Canada, the US, Finland, Netherlands, um, Mexico, literally worldwide. We honestly have have women who are reverts. They either have taken shahada or they're people who were sisters who were born Muslim that felt like they are coming back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala later on in their life, like more later than they wish they had. But alhamdulillah, either way, it is just a perfect time. Allah is always on time and we're happy to have you here with us. So we're going to get into this series. We're going to be doing part one. As you know, we have podcasts here two times a week. Look forward to them Mondays and Fridays. And as you know, I am traveling worldwide, sharing all of my travels through Instagram. Um, and I'm always trying to collect things for YouTube. I have so many travel videos and I get sisters who 
promise to help me edit them and sometimes they're able to, sometimes they're not. And I'm surely not that able to because I'm constantly teaching in our school. If you don't already know, we have courses, we have classes, we have book clubs, we have our next one is in September, guys. Get ready. I know in the next month we'll be announcing. If you have any suggestions about books, you can always email our team, mindfulness at mindful-muslima.com. We have done a couple. A lot of people keep asking us to do Divine Secrets of Love. We already did it. I'm so sorry. We're on to other things, but definitely um, we have maybe the, um, what is that called? The Ideal Muslima. We got a lot of suggestions to do that one. Um, the happy How to Be the Happiest Woman in the World. We got suggestions for that one. So let us know if those sound good to you or you have other ones you'd love for us to do. All right, let's get into the podcast. Um, let's talk today about some basic advice that reverts need to know, all right? The first thing that we want to tell reverts is, no, you're not behind. I know it can feel like you are just playing catch up, right? A lot of people, when they start to revert to Islam, they feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know anything. I'm coming so late in the game and everybody else knows and I don't. Well, I can tell you as a person who has taught for the past 20 plus years now, women, um, Muslim women, a lot of women who are born Muslim or, you know, they just don't even know themselves. Even like with, for example, with Arabic, a lot of people think that only Arabs can speak Arabic, read Arabic. They understand it. They know it really well. They know the Quran inside and out. It's only people who are reverting that are coming and they're just so behind. I can tell you that the Quran is a very complex book and it is something that you learn, but it's not something that like you could just like, just because you know Arabic or you're born with Arabic doesn't mean you can know the Quran. It's a whole nother learning process that not everyone has been exposed to. So no, you are not behind. So much of the Muslim world does not know their own religion, does not know their own book. You are just where you're supposed to be. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made you to revert exactly at the time you're supposed to. For whatever reason, you're supposed to go through certain things that hopefully will only solidify your deen and your passion for what you now believe. Number two, a basic you need to know. Not all Muslims practice the same. I know a lot of women describe to me when they come in, they are just so confused. And part of it is the fault of the Muslim community. We have people coming in and they'll see the Lebanese community do it this way. They see the Palestinian community do it this way. And the Masri, the Egyptian, and the Moroccan. Everybody sees like Pakistani, Bengali. There's all kinds of Muslims do things different ways. But there's only one Islam. Okay? All I can say is don't just listen to anybody. Okay? Not everybody does everything the Islamic way. Or sometimes what they do is a bit of Islam mixed with a bit of their culture. So don't just follow people blindly. Ask for sources. Understand cultural context and that some stuff is from Islam and some stuff is from their culture. And sometimes they don't even know the difference. Number three leads me into that. There is definitely culture versus Islam. One of the biggest things that we do here at Mindful Muslim is we're constantly teaching women how to get married the right way. For reverts, this is critical. If you are struggling with love and dating and all that stuff that people tend to think is necessary with certain things and reaching out to guys, DM me. I will help you. I will point you towards free resources 
that will help you. As you guys know, we also have an entire program that only opens once a year. It will be reopening in January where we help guide women through this process. And this is something I want women to know is critical because so many Muslim families and cultures do it wrong. When the guys approach us, just because they're Muslim doesn't mean they know the process. So many of them are doing it wrong too. And when we don't know because we don't know about Islam and then we're like, oh, they're going to teach me. And then they're doing it wrong. It's a real problem. A lot of women marry guys, and I get this a lot in my consultation calls. Um, And again, you guys are welcome to book them. They're just really booked far ahead on my free 15-minute ones. We do also have 45-minute ones for women who urgently need someone to talk to. We always will try to open that space. But DM me on Instagram, like I said, if you're ever truly struggling, or email my team at mindfulness at mindful-muslima.com, and they'll let you know how to get a hold of me. All right? But we have to understand that so many women, they marry these guys thinking they're, you know, they're Muslim. And then later on, after learning the deen, find out their husbands aren't religious at all. And then they, then they call me and they're like, what do I do? And I'm like, hmm, we have a situation here, right? But of course, I help them to address it. And many Muslims mix their culture with their Islam. The rules for engagement for things like marriage are mixed up. How to do a lot of things. Just know there's culture versus Islam. My next tip for like just basics to know is there are different kinds of Muslims. So for example, here's an interesting one. When we were um, sourcing the book for our book club that we mentioned, Secrets of Divine Love, one of the first things I had women do, and I think many of them were shocked, some of them often afterwards no longer wanted to read the book, but then some of them were like, you know what? Now I feel scared to read the book, but I want to read it anyway because I know I'm reading it with you, Mindful Muslim and all these women. So I know you won't like, you know, steer us in the wrong direction, but I do feel like I need to read this book with other people now. And the reason they said that is because one of the first things they had them do was open up the bibliography, open up all the information of the sourcing for the book. I tell women, do not skip this. You need to know where is the author getting their information from. And when we were perusing through the sources for this very famous book now, Secrets of Divine Love, we found an incredible amount of influence and sourcing from Sufi and Shia. Yes, Sufi and Shia um, sources. Like, a lot. I don't want to say like 75 to 80%, but like a lot. And then some were more Sunni. And then, you know, some would be debatable. Are they really Sunni? Are they really Sufi? But the point is there were even, I think, one or two Hindu resources. And so here's the thing. If you're a person who truly understands and knows Islam inside and out, when these things are in a book, you'll be able to know the difference. But when they're weaved Sentence after sentence right next to each other, it can be really tricky and really confusing. So that's why I'm glad we were able to read those with them um, in our book club. And so I would say the same thing for you. You have to know there's different types of Muslims when you're Googling. You know, on Thrive, I know one of the things I give women are the top 20 websites to get your information from and to not get them from certain other places because you have to be really careful. And when people are first trying to learn, they go on YouTube, they watch all these videos, especially ones of like the prophets and things. And sometimes they are from sources of things that are of a different sect of Muslim. Okay. So just know that there's different types. And the last one is guys. Okay. Let me just say stuff about guys, the basics to know. Beware of guys that want to teach you about Islam. Don't 
go for it. In Islam, a woman is supposed to teach a woman about Islam and a guy is supposed to teach a guy. Are there situations where there might be a male teacher like a sheikh or something? Yes, but these are going to be in a more formal setting where you're not going to be alone with him. Maybe he's going to be up in front of the board or the masjid and you're not going to be like texting and he's going to be sending you his favorite quotes of the day. Like that is totally not acceptable, not permissible. Any guy that does that with you, he cannot claim he's following Islam the right way because that is not allowed in Islam. So I just want you to know that that's not allowed. So he doesn't make you think it is because I know it would seem like he's doing the greatest thing. But if he really loves you for the sake of Allah as his new sister in Islam, he will direct you to a female that can help guide you in your deen. And the other thing with guys is if ever a guy wants to come to you to learn about Islam, Refer him to another brother just the same way. If you don't know one, go to a mosque. Sisters, ask. Say, I have a new brother who wants to learn. By Allah, this is your responsibility, mine as well. And just lastly with that, chatting alone is totally impermissible, even if you're guiding each other on the deen. Because Rasul said, when there are two alone, shaitan is the third. All right? So I hope you guys found those all really helpful. These are like super duper basics that I think people just really overlook and get into a lot of trouble with. Just know that there's a lot of things that our community does that may not be on the straight path. And that's okay because we're all just trying. But I don't want you as a person who's now coming to the dean or coming back again to get confused where the lines are. All right. If you have any questions, DM me as always. I look forward to connecting with you in the next podcast. Again, follow me on Instagram for my continuous travels. I will see you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.